0: okay okay everybody uh welcome to breaking the rules doing a little special edition um for special forces because i've been talking with the uh admin for and the the digital creator for the page on ig called brunch and bravo and Um, I want to welcome Dana to the podcast. Um, Dana, thank you so much for joining us. And I'm just going to throw you an intro and you just run with it and um, let everybody know a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, thanks so much, Amber. I really appreciate you having me. Um, so, yeah, I run the account branch in Bravo. I've been doing that for a few months now, still just trying to build my following. I live in Toronto. Um, I am a Bravo-holic in my Bravo era, Bravo Awakening, Bravo in my love language. <laughs> I don't explain myself anymore in any more detail, but, you know, this is this is what I care about. But I also, what I love about it is the psychology behind it, right? You can sort of look at a, a character. I mean, they're real, they're real people, but and we can look at them as characters in a way and we can relate to, to ourselves in a way. We could figure out why they are like that in a way. And I just love it. I just love everything Bravo and the whole community as well.
0: Yeah, I, I think I can tell that by your account. Like I laugh out loud at some of the memes that you make. So really? I <laughs> love your humor um i grew up my dad has really dry humor so um i enjoy that like kind of humor and i love memes like especially bravo memes when they're like combining the personality or the psychology behind some of the things like you said that are happening on the screen it is right. so funny like my favorite they're part, actually
1: really hard <laughs>
0: It is super hard. And sometimes I feel like when I'm making stuff, Dana, I don't know if you feel like this, but sometimes I feel like when I'm making stuff, I will like spend so much time and I'll be so proud of something and it will get nothing. And then something that I like throw together really quickly will totally blow up. And I'm like, really? (laughs) Like that's the one. Nothing
1: hurts me more. (laughs) nothing hurts anymore but if i wake up in the morning and a meme that i thought was legendary would get me on like watch what happens live level and it doesn't i and it gets one like i am i don't think i can like i basically can't go on for the rest of the day but what if i do a really good one and everyone likes it i just feel like the funniest girl on earth, you know what I mean? It
0: is. People don't understand, like, the joy that it brings whenever you share something from some of these shows or your opinions. Right. And other people are like, yes, that is exactly how I feel. Like, I know recently um, I have been, uh I'm going to twiddle my thumbs. I wish we were doing video right now. Next time we're definitely going to shoot for <laughs> video, guys. But I, I feel like I've been doing a lot of bad call outs right now. I just, I'm a really, I'm a Scorpio, so I call it like I see it. I am too. Uh, Yes. This is why we're going to like connect so well, (laughs) but I know. So like for me, I definitely like to say something the way that I feel about it. I'm not going to keep quiet because somebody's affected or offended by, you know, my opinion or how I feel. So, Uh I definitely have noticed lately that Lala hasn't been as, like, vocal about Ariana and Dancing with the Stars and everything that's going on. So, I called it out, and some of the fans really made me laugh because they immediately jumped in and were like, yeah, I feel like she's not the same girl. She's definitely almost calling out Rachel alone, Dana. Like, that's what I feel like. and." letting him have a pass for a little while
1: I am seeing that I'm I'm also seeing a little flip-flop from Lala so I'm I'm a little unsure where Lala is and you know what I feel like as as annoying as it was but great for the creators but as annoying as it was that we were seeing every frame of season 11 as it was filming every party every you know interaction we still don't really know what those conversations were like so that's what I'm really curious about I want to hear those conversations between Sheena and Tom and between Lala and Tom and I'm not saying they should ever be friends again but I am very curious to hear those conversations
0: I 100% agree with you I'm not above forgiveness I just really didn't like like things she said like when she was on her live and she said You blew everyone's world up. Like, that really struck me. Because if you're talking about what, you know, went down, it wasn't one person that blew anything up. It was definitely both of them. And it's almost like she's afraid to call him out anymore because he's on a sober journey that she's on. I don't know. I At least that's where Mm. I think the connect is coming from this season. I don't know. I feel like I could go into a rabbit hole right now with you. So I'm not... (laughs) <laughs> Not gonna go down I, I the agree, v- I agree. <laughs> Not gonna go down the VPR rabbit the hole, hole but but we will definitely um touch base on uh you know uh updates for news that has come out. Right. So I will ask you, what do you think about Tom releasing the podcast?
1: Um, so I did have to listen because I oh, am being a podcast, I'm a guest on a podcast next week about it. Um, Of course, I hated it. Of course, I thought it was awful. I felt that, you know what, here, I'm going to give you a hot take. This is something I have not heard yet. And I am not a Rachel Stan, of course, in any way whatsoever. I agree with you in the sense that two people did something wrong here. However, he has not apologized to her in any way, shape, or form. No. And on the podcast, he was sort of blaming her saying, how could she not love me? How could she not call me every day? <laughs> and it was like, well, Tom, he, you know, he can't fathom the idea that when somebody goes into extensive therapy, they may realize that the feelings that they had may not be real, but also Tom, and I have to be so clear about this because I cannot stop repeating this. You recorded her without her consent. Yes. So don't say anything <sighs> bad about her because she still has the opportunity to press charges against you at any point so just shut up or apologize to her because no one's really ever thought about that i don't think so that's my hot take he owes her an apology as well he's really ruined her life
0: i really really felt like that's the only way for me as a fan to even be able to listen to him again is for him to take accountability or responsibility for that in some way and everybody's like he's not going to do that because then he's held legally responsible i'm like it's a it's a screen recording. There is no legal responsibility about it. Like, it like, there's no way that you can't prove that. Like, it happened. That's how it happened. So for me. She would me, have to press
1: charges. That's how it goes. She, she to,
0: would. Yeah. To, and I don't she think she would ever do charges. that. I don't think she ever would, Dana. I really don't. I think she still I, has a I little bit either. of protection for him for some ungodly reason. Um. But my biggest. And I, and either, I love your tape. I, I, I wouldn't try him. No, Thank I him. loved your take.
1: I just, I just, if I, yeah, I just, I, oh, by the way, did you hear that it didn't even make the top 100?
0: I did. Podcasts? I saw that today and it yes. really made my heart happy. Like that is what I was shooting for. I don't want him to be able to profit. Like, first off, he says, you know, right. every 15 seconds. And I, <laughs> like, I can say like and um until I'm ready to slap myself sometimes. But when you say, you know, seven times in a, like 30 second frame I can't listen to you I cannot listen to you so here's
1: here's my (laughs) other hot take Not everyone is meant to start a podcast, and that's totally fine. Public speaking isn't for everyone. I've taken multiple courses. I interview people for a living, and it gives me a panic attack every time I do it. It's not easy, and that's okay. Tom and Raquel are two people who are not great speakers, and that's fine. You're good at, I don't know, other things. Not this, that's fine. (laughs) Just not this, okay? You're
0: like, you're good at, I'm gonna sit here and think about Um, it for a second. um. (laughs) Know oh, anything? <laughs> but I think I agree with everything you said. I did not completely listen. I only saw takes and um, other clips that other creators shared. I will say that I feel like that I agree with you in the fact that he's blaming a lot. And I feel like he has still had a choice. Everybody's like, but it was a financial choice for him to go on tour. B- be it still a choice. And that to me is not choosing your mental health or bettering yourself or aiming to better yourself. You are choosing the finances and getting in front of people and pleasing the fans. You're not choosing yourself. And so to me, that's not the choice that he should have made if you know the path forward was better than what he was before. Just a,
1: a You know what? Um, that's a really good point because when he explained why he did it, I was like, oh, okay. But when you explain it your way, like, of course, I mean, Raquel went away. She forfeited me. Exactly. She, she could have put out Bambi bitch merch or whatever, and she didn't. She prioritized her mental health. So you're absolutely right. I agree with you.
0: Yeah. That's, and that's, that's my nursing brain talking, Dana, because I'm a nurse by trade. So that's <laughs> just like,
1: oh, are you? Okay. It's just,
0: yeah. It's just the healthcare side of me talking. Like, your mental health comes before your finances, like 100%. Um, okay. So I like, I know that you did a lot of research when it comes to interviews that um, a lot of the castmates on Special Forces had, like, I know they did a lot, a lot of them were on Nick Files for the Vile Files, Mm -hmm. and I think several of them were on other podcasts and gave some interviews, so... Um, do you want to jump in with uh, some conversation regarding the the pieces of those interviews? I know you you definitely have some stuff to discuss.
1: I do. I just and you know I brought it up because there wasn't a ton of as we'll just say before we get into special forces at all. He, it wasn't as Tom focused as I thought it would be. He really only had maybe a few words during the whole time. So I thought you know like why don't we look at what the other cast have said about him and Nick Vile was also obviously somebody he was. who was very vocal about about Tom this whole year I'm actually very curious if he knew Tom was going to be there before he showed up that would I'm just curious to know it I do think
0: he him. did because before oh, they left and went he had Katie on um it was mm-hmm. he's and he's pretty good friends with Katie they are connected. Right. So, and I think that when you're filming a show like that, I think that, you know, like, Katie knew that Ariana was going to do Dancing with the Stars long before we got wind of that. And I think she knew that they were doing Masked Singer. Like, I think they know what they're, each mm. other are doing. They're just contractually obligated mm. with an NDA to not say something about the other person.
1: Mm. Okay. Okay. But I well, think knowing I he think
0: was on it, too, she was probably like, right. hey... <laughs>
1: Hey, heads up, (laughs) your mortal enemy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nick's big thing on his podcast, and this sort of became big news, was that he had mentioned that Tom had brought pictures of him and Rachel to Special Forces and had shown them around to people. They weren't allowed to bring anything in, but he snuck them in. And he has brought up a couple of times that there was a conversation between him and Nick in a Jeep that we're not sure if we're going to get to see. We're not sure if they're going to include it or not. God, I hope so. Says that he really, I want to see it, where really he presses Tom on why he cheated. So I do hope that's in the edit. One interesting thing I just want to mention quickly about Tom's podcast in relation to this is that he said the last time he spoke to Rachel was the end of June. I don't know when, I don't know if you know when Special Forces started filming, but I think it was either the first week of July, because I think Sandoval missed the first week of season 11 he filming, did or he did you are correct June. he did you are correct yes so isn't that interesting so they had just stopped talking and he decided to bring the pictures of her to special forces and i honestly I it boy, makes me i'd love to hear yours though
0: i i, I these are my thoughts i think that That's he funny. went away and he didn't have a phone and it gave her the opportunity to not speak to him and not be controlled or manipulated by him for a full week, and for therapy to kick in, Dana. Like that's what I feel like.
1: But why do you think he he brought the pictures?
0: I think he brought them because he had every intention of them continuing to talk. If you like, I did hear that oh. clip, and the clip that I heard, he actually said the last thing she said to him was, "Okay, we'll we'll talk later." And so they, like, the last time they talked could have been as he was leaving to film for Special Forces, okay. thinking when he came back, you know what I mean? And he comes back and they're like, oh, man. And, I mean, maybe it was a, we're not going to talk for seven days. We'll see how this goes. Like, I don't know if I believe, like, I don't believe everything she says. I don't believe anything he says. And so... I don't even know if I believe what he's saying about the last time they talked. I feel like they probably and I I think Nick mentioned that he told him something along the lines, Dana, of like, I I don't think that we're on the, the cusp of whether or not the public will accept us as a couple. Like. Right. That's right. He did say that. Want us. Yes. And so to me, that doesn't sound like you left it as, okay, well, I'll talk to you tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I know the world's Mm -hmm. against you right now, but if the world is against me and my partner, then me and my partner are going to be against the world. At least that's the way I would look at it.
1: Right. Also, just want to mention, I totally thought he brought the pictures to jerk off to. I just want (laughs) to mention that's what I think they're there for. (laughs) Well, I'm going to tell you
0: that would be one gross jerk off session, Dana, because that is like my husband laughed because they are sleeping like soldiers there. He can. My husband is former military, so he can attest to they are getting that full experience um, in a sense of sleeping on the cot and being in one room. Like if I'm laying there and I can hear you slapping it, (laughs) we're going to have a fucking problem, Dana.
1: I would just assume he didn't know that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, think about why he recorded Raquel Masturbating. He recorded it to use later for himself, right? That's why I agree. I agree. And you know what? I that's
0: know. what I want. I want him. That's when I would respect him again, is if he just said, I did that for that, and he said, and I'm an asshole, and I, like, that's what I did it for. Like, that is when you gain back my listen, is when you take accountability and- and responsibility for what you did and why.
1: Oh, man, maybe on opposite day, he does not know the word accountability. Amber. We are not getting that from Tom Zandable.
0: Well, we he know, does his know. version of the word that he spills out and right. throws at Katie Maloney 24-7.
1: <laughs> uh. Uh, all right. Well, we have Jojo Siwa, who was on Howie Mandel's podca- podcast, the famous Howie Mandel. And um, so she said that he was a beast and he came in with a fire that really helped him tremendously. So, okay. But she told a gross story about how, like, the bathrooms were outside and you always had to take a buddy. And Tom, instead of doing that, just pissed in the corner in the middle of the night, like, where everyone was sleeping. So and they all had trouble for it. So
0: gross.
1: There's something. There's something about the toms outside of their natural habitat where they just don't know how
0: to. (laughs) I just, that was like, that (laughs) was true uh, laziness. (laughs) Yes, I agree. Because we did watch Stars on Mars, so I completely agree. But I feel like it's true laziness there. Because all you, yeah, all you had to do was walk outside. That's all you had to do was walk outside. And I feel like it was either laziness or he was chicken shit.
1: But again, look what Jojo said. We all got in trouble for it because what didn't someone do? Oh, I don't know. Take accountability. Like he just can't do it.
0: (sighs) Well, uh, like how did they find out? I wonder how they'll find out who did it because I can't wait to see that. Like, will they roll back camera footage Uh, so that we get to see that? Because that would be awesome. I would love every second of that. Oh,
1: my gosh. I don't know. I just assumed he admitted it later on, but I'm not sure. But I think so my favorite would probably be Savannah Chrisley. So she did the Vile Files and she said that Tom would like tap his fingers in a weird way. That didn't make any sense. Like, so I've never seen him do that. I don't know if you have, but he just kept tapping his fingers. But she mentioned that he was no heartthrob, which thank you. Um, So that was sort of my favorite interview because she wasn't trying to be, you know, the normal diplomatic. Like, oh, he's a nice guy. She's like, he kept tapping his fingers and that guy is an oddball.
0: I am not a huge Savannah Chrisley fan, but I will tell you that I was, like, screaming, cheering for her on the episode. Um, Yeah. And I loved her on Vile Files whenever she did that interview. I felt like she spilled things. I mean, at one point, she was, like, sinking in the chair. So if nobody listened to that, go listen to it. It was really, really good. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: They she spoke who she that was that dating, dating, which, dating by the way, you, so. yeah, yeah, oh, my gosh,
0: that's hilarious. Yeah, like, I'm a huge, really like, is. murder mystery person, so I already knew who that was, and as soon as he said it, I was like, no, no.
1: <laughs> Wait, you knew who that was? That's yes. <laughs>
0: yes. Do you not ever listen to Murder with My Husband? Like, oh, I love them.
1: Oh, no, I'm obsessed with murder. I just hadn't heard that story, so I think that's so funny yeah um well then we have like tyler cameron tara Reed, kelly osborne they were on a bunch of different you know different podcasts or, or different things but mostly the three of them were just like he's a good guy and and you know kelly osborne more so came from the point of jack osborne where she had said you know we hate him and jack was like no he was really great i wanted to go in not liking him but i did so you just have those few people who sort of you know, had nice things to say about him. But again, this well, would I
0: think it. like if you don't know the backstory of him and you just get stuck in an activity right. with him, I think he's not a not helpful person. I mean, the pissing in the right. corner would have definitely angered me and I probably would have wrote you off at that point for a group activity. But um, I mean, for the most part, he's usually helpful and like a team player. So I, I can see right. that. I definitely can see that. Can we oh, move does. into the episode? Yeah, let's do this. So uh, Tom is now referred to as number four. And I almost like this. I think I'm going to start calling him <laughs> number four from now on, Dana. Like this. It's almost comical enough to keep doing.
1: <laughs> he would hate that because he loves his own name so much. So yeah, I know no, he, no, he does. That's perfect. Let's just call him number four.
0: Okay. Um, I, the first thing I wrote down was bag looked awful and and i wondered if you would even understand because i was like i hope i realize what my own notes mean by this but brian Austin green looked horrible dana i was like oh my gosh he looks like 65 i
1: actually thought he looked good
0: it's the confessional for me it's not the like being out in it was the confessional look it was so bad like he just looked aged very very aged i was Really, really surprised him and Tara Reed blew me away because I'm like,
1: Ugh, uh, Tara Reed, like I the ble- that, though.
0: What is the eyebrow? I think it's a blephoplasty. Um, they're like $1,500, Tara Reed. Like, that is not, I'm going to get one at some point. So, I just I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I can't, I can't look at her. She looks like she's ready to crumble because she looks sad all the time. Like all the time,
1: she was she was really depressing to watch. I have to say, like, it, and they treated her in this sort of bumbling idiot sort of capacity. That was sort of they Will, did for the for the.
0: <laughs> they did I, for I mean, sure. I thought
1: that one part, then we'll we'll get there. But like, well, I think know, she, she w- had so many moments.
0: She weighs like fifty pounds wet with boots on, Dana. Like, I know I she. Know. I felt like every time she did something and I saw her like hit something or hurt something, she was like going to break a bone and go home like it was going to be the time she broke a bone and went home. Um I do so- have to wonder
1: how much they get paid for this because, you know, I couldn't do it no matter any amount no. of money. I am not an athletic person in any way. So I'm very curious how much they paid Tara Reed to agree to do this where she knew she physically probably couldn't.
0: I'm not an athletic person and I'm not going to eat anything that I don't want to eat. Like I'm, I'm too old for that <laughs> shit. You know, like I'm, I've definitely understand yeah. what I want to do in my life for the rest of my life. So, and it's not that. Um, uh-huh. I, yeah. I laughed whenever he was like unbagging them. At least I'd say that's what it was. First off, they, they come in in these vehicles and it like explodes, right. which was kind of like, um, a little bit much, you know, just drive them in and like throw those on them. Cause it's not like you're going anywhere secret. Like they're never going to be able to find that place again. Okay. <laughs> so it like blows up in this big fashion and then they like rip them out and, um, they're like, they put uh, sacks over their faces and kind of take them in to like orient them and to meet the instructors and, you know, figure out their number slash name um he right. starts unveiling them and of course when they get to tom um some of the things he said was what a mess <laughs> okay and how
1: much would that have killed tom though right yeah like to be told he looks like a mess well and that's he, the worst thing you can say to tom's animal
0: <laughs> he goes, what's your name and he's like tom and he's like hey tom how's it going <laughs> I don't know. Wait, but no,
1: he did it in more of like a weird voice. He was like, I want he did. Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> Why?
0: <laughs> Freaking loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, and then like,
1: I, Tom with nothing to say, but I, I'm okay.
0: Well, and you? then, like, well, they started panning to his confessional, and his confessional was even better. You know, he's. Like, it's the darkest moment of my life. Um, Sandoval has become Scandoval. Like, I don't... Do you even know who made that up? And kudos to whoever, like, flipped that on the internet whenever it first broke.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: um, And he said that the whole country was pissed off at him, which we are. I mean... Here's the thing, though. I don't think the whole country is pissed off at you, Tom, because you cheated on your partner. That happens all the time. I talk about this on the podcast a lot. Like, we're not pissed off at you. Everybody's like, he didn't kill somebody. He just cheated on his partner. It happens every day. Yeah, we get that. But I think it's his egotistical, continued display of personality and narcissism that gets women so riled up continuously throughout the last, like, seven months since it broke
1: mm-hmm.
0: 100%. um 100 he uh, he said that he wanted to get punished um i believe it but i don't believe it i think he's almost doing it for the camera like would he do this if it wasn't being filmed dana i don't think he would I really don't.
1: Oh, that's why I don't believe it at all, actually. You don't want to get punished. You didn't do anything wrong, right? You did the right job, right? So what, do you, what are you talking about? You're doing this because this is a really probably good opportunity on Fox TV. That's why yeah. you're doing it. Yeah.
0: Um, I you had to laugh. Punished? No, she, no, he does not. Um, I had to laugh at the instructors when they were introducing themselves, Dana, who the, fuck, who the fuck names their kid, Billy Billingham? i have who hated you. OK, Die. someone hated you. And, and I'm sure you've been ridiculed your entire life. But I even looked at my husband and I was like, William Billingham, still not good. OK, still not OK. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand. But
1: so Obviously, he's like the toughest.
0: Yeah, he's so tough. The that
1: guy, though, like the toughest
0: guy. <laughs> I like wrote down who hated that guy, man. Um, it, they move into that I first. I actually wrote down
1: Oscar for a while because I couldn't catch
0: his <laughs> name. I missed it. Um, the yeah. that first uh <laughs> challenge that they move into, Dana. I'm so afraid of heights. Like I have a crippling fear of heights. <laughs> So, oh my God. I don't care if you strap me you? in. Yes, I don't. I don't care if you strap me in. I don't care anything about anything. I'm not getting up there at all. Like I would have went home right at that moment. I would have been like, okay, first, first activity. I'm done. I'm out. Peace out. I'm terribly a fear. Like afraid I don't know
1: it. if this is. Oh, I. I don't know if this is a weird thing to say, but I'm 5'1", and I don't think my legs could spread far enough apart <laughs> to to straddle those two poles. I don't think I'm tall enough. I don't, that would be my...
0: Okay, so the first challenge they did was, what What was it called?
1: So a trinazium is what I wrote down, which is suspended over 340 feet of Freezing river below. That's what they said.
0: That's horrible. Like, that's even worse than the height. Like, the fact that there's freezing river below you, because that means those poles are cold and probably freezing and slippery.
1: Oh, I didn't even think about them being slippery.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's Uh, why it always says bridges freeze first whenever you're running across them.
1: (laughs) I don't know. But then just the fact that. But they're also, like, they're attached to the suspension, right? Like, I mean, they're not actually going to let these people get hurt, right? I mean, like, not really. They aren't. That would be such a
0: liability. <laughs> I feel like the conversation that I had with my husband when we were watching it, I, like, I looked over at him and I was like, I'm still, like, I would pass out from the height and then probably break my neck. Like, I'm, like, final destination. Like, I've been In here. So <laughs> <Do> you find <laughs> a way to die either way? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would find some way to kill myself when falling off of there. But she fell and like hit her, her knee or her leg right on the pole. And she like saved herself from falling completely through. I didn't know you could get back up. And like, yeah, Tara,
1: yeah. She, she was trying so hard, but she looked so frail. And poor Tara Reed is just like trying so hard to do this mission because she has this. In her, getting in her head that if she does well at this, she'll have a thicker skin and she just, yeah, she felt like right through the middle and it really looked
0: like, and it looks painful too. It looks like she almost like twisted her leg. Yeah. It, it definitely was painful and that to me was the time I was like, see, you can definitely get hurt doing this. The first thing my husband said was, I would totally bust my balls. Like, that's the first <laughs> thing I would do is bust my balls and I didn't even think about that, but that is totally... I oh wonder, my if they God. probably had to have cups on, I would say.
1: Yeah. Billy actually said about Tara that that was an awesome display of patheticness. That's what I wrote down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's I he's really knows how to that. bolt a woman up. <laughs> <laughs> I did say, um, I don't, I don't think because my overview was I, you know, they're probably not treating them as if they would treat the real soldiers. But I think, when it comes to, like, saying stuff to them, they're definitely saying the exact same thing to them that they would say to a soldier. (laughs) Really? Okay, I wasn't sure about that.
1: Well, then they had Jack Osborne next, and, like, I think he's kind of cute.
0: He was cute, and the curly hair gets me every time. I (laughs) do bald guys are my type, because that's my hubs, and also Izzy on season five of Love is Blind. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I'm watching in in L with him for sure. Like <laughs> totally my type. Um, but I go for like curly haired, like goofy guys too. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Well, agree. Um,
1: Jack Osbourne also he also failed though. <laughs> so, just letting you know, he, he failed that uh, course
0: as <laughs> well. So he he failed that with grace. Yes, I don't know if that's the order they actually went in, Dana. Like. The order that they showed us or if you know they were going in a different order but i was surprised that savannah chrisley was the first one to make it across that really mm-hmm. kind of took me aback and she used her mind and told them she kind of manifested it as she was going mm-hmm. she almost lost her balance when she crossed that centerpiece and she literally was in like a total state of mind
1: I, I was really impressed by her. I mean, I don't know much about her. I never watched um, Bringing Up Chrisley or whatever that show, Life With Chrisley or whatever that show is, Growing Up Chrisley. But um I listened to her on Nick Viles' podcast, and she's really funny. She's interesting. So, yeah, I was actually really impressed by her stamina, her determination on this course. She she killed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, She her backstory, like, she really, they kind of had a really privileged life. That's hmm. the way I would put it. Um, When it comes to Southern upbringings, it was very privileged. So for somebody that came from that background to kind of move into my parents went to prison and not only that, but the parents have custody of her niece and she took custody of the niece while the parents are gone. So just kind of like, uh, I'm, I guess I'm not as prim and you know, like, uh, materialistic as everybody thinks I am. Right. She's
1: she knows how to step up when times are calling for her, whether it's taking care of those kids or whether it's this course. So I was impressed.
0: Yeah. And then I kind of noticed, like when she got through it, then like everybody started being successful or it just felt that way. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, there was definitely some fails for in there, but uh, I felt like they definitely were more successful after seeing someone be successful.
1: It could be that, or it could be, like you said, we don't know what order it was actually done in, but um, unfortunately, Sandoval did pass, but it was actually only five people out of the 14 that passed. So there's 14 people doing the course, 14 celebs, and only five of them
0: made it. Yeah. That, when like you saying that really just blows my mind. I didn't really pay attention to that statistic. Mm -hmm. And, um, if this was the real military, they would definitely go home as soon as they failed the the task. So there's no do over. They don't get a do over, and they don't get to stay. They would just go home if they didn't make it. And sometimes they're offered another chance to come back for the training. It really just depends. I know when my husband got selected for 160th, like it was grueling the selection process for stuff like that. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like super well, my,
1: my favorite part was when Tara Reid had all those packs of cigarettes in her pockets and Billy called her on it he knew that she had brought in some contraband I guess contraband that's worse than pictures of Raquel but like, <laughs> so he's like hey can you start giving me your cigarettes she's like oh here and he's like what about that pocket here it was like it was like one of those tricks with like all the clowns coming out of the car like how many more pockets does like, she like, have That all and she was like no <laughs> she just had cigarettes all over her but that, that was pretty funny
0: uh, there was a clip from Survivor that cracked me up that was going around. And some I think it was uh, Ashley reality TV, either her. oh, or, I love her. Yes, I know I, her. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was her. And it was this girl on Survivor right now. And she was like saying that um, she needed her nicotine and she needed her bed and she needed caffeine and she needed food. And she was like bawling like a baby. And she was like, this is me <laughs> if I ever make it on Survivor. And I was like, that is totally me, too. Like, I could never do it. I just couldn't. No, I know
1: my limits. I uh, No amount of money. Because <laughs> somebody came me to do something like this. No amount of money. But I am curious. I am curious how much they made.
0: It is interesting to, to learn. I got to say, like, finding out how much Rachel made for those episodes and then for that entire season, I guess, was kind of eye-opening to me to step in and, and see, like, How much are the season tenors, you know, like Sheena and Tom and Tom and Katie that have been around forever since the show started? Like, what is their salary um, on the reality shows? And then I know when they do, like, oh man, what was the one that I found out and I found out the price of it? I may have to look this up after we get done for the next episode, but it was an insane like small amount of money and i was like there's no way like i'm sorry but i would not do that for that amount of money i can't believe celebrities are doing that for that amount of money
1: i can um, tell you that max boyans from season eight made four grand for the whole season crazy and you can't have a full-time real job because they film during the day which is why dana Catherine had to quit her job and sort of the same thing happened to her
0: see and i really like her.
1: I, mm-hmm, I really like she really was a
0: really good addition to the cast. Mm-hmm. So I kind of miss that dynamic.
1: We may get her in an episode. It looked like she was at one of the water parties or something like that in season 11, but I guess we'll have to see if if they'll show her in the background.
0: The water parties. This is going to be hard, Dana.
1: <laughs> okay, but back to Special Forces. Did you see the size of those rocks that everyone is holding oh, over their heads? With their,
0: so, so the staff are like,
1: everybody go grab the biggest rock you can find and hold it
0: over your head. And Tom picked a smaller one than Tara Reed. You know, yeah.
1: I can't, I can't. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't think I mean actually, would grab the I, biggest one. But I don't. I actually heard from Nick Vile that I think it was on his last podcast that I don't know if it was Tom, but Nick, definitely Nick, and maybe at least one other guy were told, no, no, those rocks are too small. You need to go get a bigger rock. We know you can handle a bigger rock. Which is
0: sad for them to have to tell you that. <laughs> but you know why there's rocks even in the pile? Like if you don't want them to pick like I guess they were testing your your true, you know, integrity in that moment, which we all know is quite lacking in Tom. I've heard a lot of stories about Nick. Really, I only know him by the pod. So it's really hard for me because I don't know him from The Bachelor. I'm not a Bachelor watcher. Oh, okay. Every every woman in America is cringing right now. I can hear it through. No, no,
1: nobody watches it anymore. But I know him from all the way back then, and he was a jerk. He has redeemed himself, though, and quite honestly, I love his podcast. I really, really enjoy it. so i really
0: (laughs) yeah okay um but yeah i I definitely and it was the moment when they were throwing rucks at them did you see when they threw the ruck at tara it almost knocked her down
1: yeah i
0: but it's not that heavy like you can yeah
1: She just—it just knocks her over. Just like everything she does, she's struggling so hard. Like she had to take off her jacket at one point, and she puts up her hand, "Excuse me, I can't undo my own coat." <laughs> like we're not your parents. Ask one of your, the other recruits to help you.
0: It's like, please excuse me. Yes. Well, yes, did you ma'am. see Jojo ended up dressing her in that segment? Like, yeah, Jojo was I mean, like totally dressing her which I knew JoJo would do good in that moment because she's a former mm-hmm. dancer and you get like three seconds for a costume change. So Ooh, good point, good point. She is going to strip immediately quick. I looked straight at Tom when they were doing that strip and quickly because I was like, but if Rachel was there, he would strip quick. <laughs> I, would I don't know. But I'm just
1: kind of wondering, like you just made them all like take off their clothes in front of each other on TV. Like that's oh, a yeah, choice, I guess. <laughs>
0: I mean, and, and the moment when uh, I don't even know what I'm supposed to call her—is it Black China? Is it Angie White? And like, I don't, I don't know. I don't get her at all. But she literally started freezing. You only had your clothes off for three seconds. She was like, "I'm going numb."
1: I know. Oh my god. She she was being pretty dramatic the entire time. <laughs> like the oh. entire time. <laughs>
0: I thought it was a really good episode he and I had watched the season one because I kind of wanted to see what it was about before the season Mm -hmm. started I had not watched it leading up to this so I wanted to know like what it was about and what would happen so I was impressed I think it's a pretty cool show I am really excited that I get to watch something different and all of these different shows where everybody's coming in and doing all the pieces the dancing with the stars with ariana which by the way she killed it this week
1: amazing like do i think people forget that she was sheena's backup dancer in season one like she is actually a very talented
0: dancer I love that you bring that up. That's so funny. I love. I I
1: know every Vanderpump nugget. Don't, don't you worry.
0: (laughs) I know it all. I've been digging for a VPR moment for a really, really long time. So I'm totally going to have to connect with you on it because I have watched episode after episode trying to find something and I cannot find it, but Okay. (gasps)
1: Great. This was
0: awesome. I thank you so much. And we're going to make this a regular, you guys. We're going to do this weekly for you guys and come together and recap these episodes and give a little update on VPR at the same time.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Amber and everyone. I hope you can give me a quick follow at Brunch and Bravo. Thanks
0: so much again. Yes, follow her. She has amazing memes. There's a meme right now that is one of my favorites about tom sandoval and his awesome lip gloss
1: oh yeah because he was putting lip balm on at the military base so i wrote oh when you're living in a military style condition but you're tom sandoval so you have to make sure to bring lip balm (laughs) that's right
0: amazing (laughs)
1: gotta keep it moist Uh, he's gotta he's gotta do it
0: yes go give her a follow she's got amazing memes and she's always got good thoughts on everything bravo that's why i like it because it's not um focused like our like my pages so i love uh the diversity and everything you share so please go give that a follow and thank you so love- much dana